You're dialing in to the All Things Telesales Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lynn. If the phone is your weapon, this is your podcast. We're changing the perception of telesales. We're a tribe of telesales professionals who believe in compassion before commission. We're empowering the call coaching experience by starting with the person and salesperson. When we take care of the person, the calls take care of themselves. All right, welcome back to LaSalle's Beast. I've got Judy Glover. She's, uh, she's actually been on the podcast before. And uh, it was a title in which I've used, you may have heard me say it a million times, Connection is Currency. Welcome back to the show, Judy Glover. How are you? Oh, thank you, Jake, for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to be speaking to you and to your audience today. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So, uh, so what's, what's been new since we last talked? What's been going on? Oh my gosh. Well, I've just been noticing, obviously with, you know, the current state of things, people are really under stress. And one of the things that happens is that we have a lot of energy drains and some of those things kind of lock up our brain. So we have brain fog. So a lot of what I want to talk about today are like, what are those three habits that we can stop doing so that we can really unlock the potential in our brains to really be productive. So that's kind of what's been going on for me lately is really helping executives and leaders really help them get into a place where they can just be more productive. Right. Awesome. It's, it's uh, no coincidence when you asked me if I've been busy, I said I've been productive <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Well, cool. Then you probably don't have these bad, these three bad habits we're going to talk about. So we'll find though, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you have to walk me through, so maybe I can identify. It might be a, a free coaching call for me today. Let's dive in. <laughs> there we go. Let's dive in for sure. For sure, I love it. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, one, so tell me more about it. Yeah. So the one thing that I really want to talk, I've mentioned to everybody, is you know we all have our superpowers and our kryptonite. And sometimes, you know, our superpowers are the things that everybody knows about us. Like whenever they give us feedback, it's the same things. It's like, oh, you're great at this, you're great at that. However, as leaders, we also need to be aware that those superpowers become kryptonite when we overuse them. So some of the times you really have to get a sense as to what your leadership style is. And, you know, even though people have been giving you feedback, you may not know your blind spots. So one of the things that I love to tell people is really learn your leadership style. And one of the things that I have on my website, on my homepage, you can take a quick leadership assessment um, to be able to get your personalized report. Like, who am I and how do I show up? Because there are key, these three, three key behaviors that are getting in the way of being able to unlock the potential in your brain. So if we think about... Um, and if you think about it too, it's like there are certain times when we feel like there's there's things that overstress us, right? There's good stress, yeah. right? Have you, you ever been in the, that place of like good stress? And oh, what, yeah. what does that feel like? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially uh, being a dad, you know, definitely the, the good stress that comes with that. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it probably keeps you on, you know, on that edge of being able to be, you know, be in the zone. Like, how can I be a good dad? And how can yep. I be great at what I do? Right. Mm -hmm. So good stress creates that feeling of like, we are in the zone. We're able to be there. But yep. when we get into that over stress, it's these three habits. So I'm going to just go through them one at a time. So number one is that we resist 
change. A lot of us hold on to, you know, the past of how things were like before COVID, right? Yeah. I don't know about you, but you have any conversations with people of like, oh my gosh, when are we going to yeah. get back to normal? Yeah, it's a lot of like pre-corona, they say. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like PC versus BC before Christ. Now it's pre-corona, PC. <laughs> PC, pre-corona. Exactly. And some people are, you know, they hold on to the past. Yeah. And what happens is, is that, you know, that really locks up our brain because, you know, we're not able to, to shift into the what is. We're constantly to think about, you know, what was and how do I get back to what was? And that can drain our yeah. energy throughout the day. So that's number one. And I think all, you know, we are as human beings, we're meaning machines. We make up stories. <laughs> so in order to motivate ourselves, we have to have either a positive story or sometimes we have those self-defeating stories. So that's one thing. And then the second thing, the second habit that we can break is self-criticism. Oh, yeah. I don't know about Right. <laughs> so here's a quick, so here's a quick story. So I do um, training, leadership training and development for the past 16 years for the Center for Creative Leadership, and these are you know a collection of executives from around the world. There are people that fly in from Europe, from Asia, like all over, yeah. and invariably I ask people sometime throughout the the training program. So you know, like on a scale from one to 10, like how loud is your inner critic, right? And there are people that are like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm totally a 10. Like that's, you know, that's what drives me. That's what makes me good. And that's, that's one of those superpowers. It's like some people think that by berating themselves that they actually become better. And in some ways it probably did help them get the, you know, get that competitive edge. But at some point, it becomes a kryptonite. It breaks us mm. down. Have you ever had an ex experience with that? Like yeah. when you have a self-talk and it's not really helping you yeah. out? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Right, so when we think about, you know, what is that negative self-talk about? It's usually that we want things to be different, that we wanna have things changed and, and all of that stuff. So we have to just be really mindful of how our, you know, our self-talk can actually be a negative, if it's a negative fuel source, in the long run, it's not gonna work for us. So what we need to do is actually actively think about how can I let go? Um, have you ever played tug of war? Like oh, as a kid, play tug of war? Oh yeah. <laughs> so at my school, when we were younger, we used to play tug of war and it was always at the, at like field day and right. there were girls against boys. Right. Oh, and there was a yeah. war where the girls were on one end and the boys were on the other. Yeah. And um, we had this thing with this, this one gym teacher. He, he would do it every single year. And the, because the boys were on one side, the girls were on the other, he would say to us, okay, there's a sign. When I touch my hat, girls, you let go. Because when the girls let go, the boys would fall down. Right. right. <laughs> but sometimes when you think about it, there are times you need to let go of the, uh. the rope. Like yeah. you're just tugging and tugging and tugging so hard yeah. and you're fighting and it's like, what's the purpose, you know? And that it's a great example for me because it was a fun time. So it's like, if you're going to have fun, it's like, yeah, let go and, and have fun. But yeah. even when we 
think about how hard we hold on. We hold on unconsciously to some of our limiting beliefs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That makes yeah. Sense? And, and toxic relationships that aren't good for us. Yeah. Or that aren't, oh. that aren't like, we're not of service and they're not serving us. It's like, we're holding on to stuff that we shouldn't be holding on to. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you think about it, so if you actually have a pen handy, I have a marker handy. So if you think, all right, cool. So if you think about it, your hand is your consciousness or your gut and this pen or this marker, it's actually our thoughts and feelings. Now art is, is the pen attached to my hand? No, no, it's not right. So if you, about it we can roll with our thoughts and our feelings and especially little kids have you ever noticed if a kid is really pissed off and (laughs) you know they're angry and like in the next minute you're like hey there's ice cream and they're like oh i like you again right Right. yeah for us you know little kids are taught like how can we they just let go they don't hold on to emotions or thoughts or feelings so what doesn't serve us is that holding on so realizing that our thoughts and our feelings, they aren't real, we can actually choose to let go. We can actually make that choice. So if I was to ask you right now, like if you were to choose and just decide for yourself, like when do you want to let that go? So you tell me, when should I let go? Now. Okay. <laughs> That's easy as a no. decision, no. but we think it's hard to let go. Yeah. But it's really a decision of when you want to let go of something. So that's the self-criticism. How can you let go of that so that you're unlocking your brain to be able to, to be more present with people? Um, have you ever been told, like I've been told this, that I like was too much in my head? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get that? Yeah, you overthink everything. You're too much in your head, yeah. Right. So that's the third habit. The third habit is overthinking. And someone did this research, and I have to tell you, I have no idea who would have done this research, but there's research that says that we have on an average day between 8,000 and 80,000 thoughts and feelings a day, okay? But we only hold on to, we only hold on to like one or two or three. And those are the ones that kind of spin around in our head. Like, you know, when you're trying to go to sleep at night and you can't because your mind won't shut up. Have you ever had that? Yeah. Right. So that's exactly what it is. It's like we're holding on to these thoughts and feelings and we don't allow ourselves to just be free of it. And if you think about the, you know, think about your kids, it's like they actually are naturally free. It's when we program them to be good girls and good boys, you know, that they start (laughs) holding on to important. Right. So those are the three habits that are getting in the way of, you know, how we're being productive. We're resisting change. It's our self-criticism, how we're talking to ourselves and that overthinking. Yeah. So how, so when you think about, you know, what is the best way that you can, you know, how you can potentially utilize, because I know we said we would give you a self-assessment or right? So are these, right. are these things actually going to help you in your day to day? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you had mentioned, um, you know, brain fog, you kind of preface it with, you know, they're in brain fog. And I noticed like this week, 
um, I've been intentional about my water intake too, right? So it's like also our body. Yeah, exactly. So I got like this whole gallon jug. Um, and so I've challenged myself and I got one that's like the motivational water jug that tells you that at this time you should have had drank this much and this much. And I decided, you know what, uh, my wife and I are both doing it and she feels way better. And then I'm feeling way better. And I'm like, my gosh, I, I know when I'm not and I'm feeling dehydrated, I'm, I got brain fog and stuff like that going on, you know? And oh so my God. Taking care of yourself is just equally important to all these things you just talked about. Oh my gosh. Hydration is so important because that impacts our state. Yeah. And if you think, I know Tony Robbins talks oh. about state and how important state <clears throat> is. And when we had, when we were in peak state, we're not only, you know, mentally clear, but we also have a physical, like we're hydrated, we're, mm -hmm. we're in good physical shape and we're exercising and all that kind of stuff. So that actually, you're right. It actually does also help us unlock our brain. So, okay. So we went over three habits, but that's okay. It's a bonus. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I mean, in habits and then lack of discipline thereof, you know, it's like that. So a lot of these, so when we're talking about habits, like, so a great question would be, how do we kick those habits and how do we drive forward with discipline so that we can ensure that, you know, we're not repeating these habits. Right. Okay. So I've got a great tip for everybody. So there are three hooks, three hooks that keep us stuck in these patterns. So great question. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Um, one is that we tell ourselves a story and we believe it. So if we're meaning machines as, as human beings, we make meaning out of things. So if we have a story and we believe it and it's a negative self story, right? We've made negative conclusions about ourselves or whatever. Think about how can you just allow that to be present not fighting it, not pushing it, not, you know, pushing it away or holding on to it. So that's number one, hook number one. Hook number two is that we want to make it different. We want to change it. We want to figure it out. So again, we're staying in our head. So how can we actually, again, just allow ourselves to realize, you know, I do want this different, but I have to, you know, so how can I just allow it to be what it is as opposed to wanting to change it? Because do we have any control tr truly about changing things? We have control over our choices and how we think, right? Right, right. Yeah, how we respond. Yeah. How we respond, exactly. So that's number two. So number three is that we take it personally. So how can we allow ourselves to notice, oh my gosh, like how can I notice how I'm taking this personally? It's not actually about me because if I think about, you know, my analogy here of, you know, who I am, my identity and, and my, my awareness, as well as my thoughts and feelings, it's not who I am, right? Thoughts and feelings change. Like, do you have any idea what you're going to be thinking about in 10 minutes from now? <laughs> no, no, not what I want to be thinking about. I have a general idea <laughs> where I should be, but not like what I'm going to be thinking about. Not at all. <laughs> right. We have no idea and it's not personal. So a lot right. of our ideas and our emotions, we actually take it so personally. So how do we actually do that? So really quick, what I want to um, explain to people is that if you actually close your eyes for just a second and visualize a red rose, now, as you, you know, that's a thought you're, you're thinking about that red rose. Now, are you the awareness or are you the rose? 
Thinking about the red rose, I'm going to be the red rose. Are you the red rose or are you the one that's aware of the red rose? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, if I'm thinking about it and it's in front of me, then I'm aware. I'm aware it's there. And do I become the red rose is the question. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so open your eyes for a second. But also remember that that seeing what you're seeing when you're looking at that red rose is your conscious awareness. That's the truth of who you are, not the thoughts, not the feelings. So how you unlock your potential. So one of the biggest, um, you know, tools that I want to give people today is that when you're really stuck on a challenge, you know, close your eyes and think of it as, you know, that red rose and you are, you are separate. You are the one that's aware of the rose. You're not the rose. So how can you relate to things of like, that's not me, but I can observe it. I can be aware of it. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah. So when we think in terms of our potential and like as a way of comparison of the rose, like that's our goal. Like that's the, that's the amount of money that I have. Like if I'm commission only, that's, that's what I have to make, uh, you know, and this, this is my goal. And so then you're, yeah. So it's, it's a great way of actually, if you think about it, it's a great way of emotionally detaching yourself from an outcome so you can focus on your potential to get there. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You're brilliant. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Because we don't want to have attachment or aversion to yes. a goal. We don't want to get hooked on uh, those three things. We don't uh, want to have yeah. a story. We don't want to have it. Um, we don't want to change it or fix it or, or do something with it. And we don't want to have to take it personally. So if you have that goal, that's your rose and you can be, you know, not attached to it, not, uh, you know, not be afraid of it or be holding on to it for dear life. Like I have to make that, you know, I have to make my numbers. Yeah. There's such a way of being able to hold yourself. So you unlock and you're mm. able to get to your full potential. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never had it illustrated that way, but I love it. It's, uh, it's, it's really um, to to enjoy the journey of that, uh, to get there, to to achieve that goal. So to really just take a moment and just embrace that that having that awareness, that mindfulness. And when you're really stressed out and you're feeling like it's so personal, like all your problems and all that pressure is so personal and it's all about you, you can actually have that new perspective of like, no, I'm actually the awareness of that rose. And the awareness of the rose doesn't actually have a feeling, an opinion, or any need for that rose to be any different than the way it is. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm thinking in terms of especially sales professionals with that quota, you know, it's like that if really oh. stressing yourself out, like uh, worrying is like a rocking chair. It keeps you busy, but it doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> it's like, you can't sit there and worry, yeah. stress yourself out about it, you know? <laughs> that is that is absolutely spot on. Absolutely. Yeah. And it takes what, like 10 seconds, right? Just to have that visualization of those and, or whatever, whatever you would want it to be, right? You can make it a great sports car or, you know, whatever that, (laughs) that, you know, that visual. 
um, yeah. or that goal, right? It could be the it could be the the you know the magic number that you've got to make each month. For right. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It definitely uh, that'll help a lot of people, especially in this time. It's great because uh, it's a lot of good insight because a lot of people are worrying and stressed out right now. And uh, what what you know, uh, what what are some things that um, you know that you imagine? Um, during this pandemic and everything that you've been working on and focus on, what are some things that you've, that you've had going on um, over the last couple of months? Yeah. I mean, I would say what you just talked about was having yeah. my monthly number, right? It's like, yeah. how do I that number? And what's interesting, I'll actually share, I share, I'll share what I do with it. So I have this goal and it's the question of how can I re receive at least, you know, X amount of dollars each month in income yeah. and enjoy what I'm doing. So sure. that's my goal. That's actually how I phrase my goal. And I'm looking at it because it's on my computer. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's staring at me all day long. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it's like I asked that question of how can I? So I'm not being attached to it. I'm not pushing away from it. And I can release anything hmm. that feels like it's in the way. Like if I have some kind of thought, I can be like, okay, let me imagine, you know, whatever that thought is and how can I be the awareness of it and not that thought and get myself unhooked from yeah. whatever negative stuff is going on, any yeah. brain fog that's happening. Yeah. It helps clear it out. So yeah. So that's, that's my own personal, giving right. you an insight on yeah. the- <laughs> You're a practitioner of everything you're talking about. So, so having- doing doing that have you found like what what are some challenges that you personally have uh, had to overcome these last couple of months with everything going on Ooh, i would have to say um the number one thing that i mean it's just my life work is just being yeah. able to surrender and just uh, being able to like you know what this is all unfolding for you know for my highest good and being able to see like you know what if I think about my life, I've always landed on my feet. I've yeah. always been able to figure out a way. So I focus on, I focus on, put it this way, people focus on what they don't have mm. as opposed to what they do have. Well, could have, yeah. Or could have. Yeah. Exactly. So, and part of what I do too with my clients is I work with them on, like, I'm glad you're asking me this question, like what specifically is it that I do? I actually customize releases. They are guide, they're like guided interactive meditations. And I walk them through those three questions of, you know, could you allow yourself to notice what, what's the story? Could you allow yourself to notice the story? Could you allow yourself to notice any wanting to change it, fix it? Can you allow yourself to notice any sense of it being personal about you, who you are? So I work one-on-one -on -one with people to be able to come with their own customized like thing that they need to get over um, to be able to help them break through. And people find the most amazing breakthroughs um, and being able to let go of stuff that they're holding on to. So that's one wow. of the things I love to do the most. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> so yeah. If, if some if somebody's uh, everything that you just said, if they, they feel like that could be of value to them, where where will they be able to find you? Aha, uh -huh. they can come to judyglova.com backslash schedule backslash, and they can schedule a 30 minute call with me. And I would love to walk them through a personal, you know, release to help them figure out like, what is it that I need to let go of? What's that limiting belief? 
then we can even, you know, doing as a Zoom call, you can always record yeah. it and people can have it um, as, uh, you know, yeah. my personal them. So yeah, you know, it's something that I would love to make available for your audience because especially, you know, people that have sales goals and all that kind of stuff, Absolutely. we all have limiting beliefs that we can let go of. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, you definitely got my vote for sure. So I highly recommend anybody because uh, I, I had that epiphany. Um, maybe I was wrestling with something because I thought like when you asked me about the rose and my the rose, I'm like, I'm the rose, you know, like give me that rose, you know? So because like we so all show. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> all, right. all right. So I'm going to actually, I want to make one last point because you brought that up. Yeah. So if we think about it, when we're little, we're told, oh, you're sad. Oh, you're mad because you become the feeling. So, yeah. so often we think that we are the pen. We think we are the thought and the feeling and we're not, it's actually separate from us. We're not attached to it. So our attachment to, a, to the identity of things, it's programmed into us, you know? So, you know, the fact that you thought you were the rose, it's totally okay. Right. I'm not the only one. Come on. Dude. <laughs> you're the man. You're the man. <laughs> oh, no. You're the woman. <laughs> All, right. All right. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm so glad uh, that you reached out and wanted to add value here today. Definitely uh, wisdom bombs were dropped. So we appreciate you. Awesome. Thanks, Jake. It's always a pleasure to be here with you, too. Thanks. Visit for additional resources that can help you drive more revenue. Did you like today's episode? If so, subscribe so next week's episode will be available for you. And if you really like today's episode, leave a five-star review. It's a good way to get the word out there. And if not, check out another episode. Maybe then you'll be able to rate the show five stars. Anyone you'd like to hear from on the show, send an email to podcast at allthingstelesales.com. I'd love to hear from you. Don't threaten me with a good time. This episode was off the hook.